Papa. The B-I-B-L-E, oh, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God. The B-I-B-L-E, the B-I-B-L-E. And we're off. It is Tuesday, December 5th, 2023 A.D., 9.03 a.m. Complicated business, folks. Um, here in Los Angeles, we had to make sure that, well, hopefully that things start out well, okay? Um, we will be covering some, some, uh, border stuff. Hake, we'll be covering some border stuff. You can call in and cover some border stuff. I have callers from, uh, down in, uh, San Diego area, California, from Arizona, maybe even South Arizona, Southeastern Arizona, wherever. Uh, not buying that excuse no mo. <laughs> uh, Texas, Teos, different parts of Texas have, even all around the country, Oregon, Washington State, Washington, D.C., Maryland, uh, all of these places are dealing with illegals, criminals, foreigners, Coming on in. It's crazy. I also want to talk about uh, a little update on Billie Eilish. Eilish. <laughs> I don't know if it's a real headline, but I saw a headline that, you know, she came out of uh, her prayer closet and went into hell. I don't know if she prays. And uh, she's lost followers, allegedly. I don't know if it's true. Merritt Garland got confronted by Josh Hawley. Base Josh Hawley. Is he our guy? He's one of us. And based fat rhino George Santos, the lying liberal, not morally straight guy, he's on Cameo. Should Hake go on Cameo? And I still have to scoff at this article. It's been days that I've been wanting to scoff at this article. Look at this. With these... These Asians have taken over uh, Arcadia and want to push their climate mess. Actually, it wasn't even just an Asian. Just Asians. It's just liberals. Liberals in general. So hopefully all that, guys, and your calls if you'd like to call in. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh. How you guys doing? I am fine. I'm wearing my brand new obvious globe. <laughs> look at this. Look at the. <laughs> look at the horizon. Obvious globe. <laughs> I'm hamming it up. Uh, did a little selfie in front of the beach. Santa Monica Beach. And it has a picture of Hake. Wearing a nice shirt, by the way. Thank you. And pointing at the horizon, the beautiful, crisp, 
horizontal horizon. Horizontal horizon proves ball. No wonder they called it the circle of the earth, because the circle is far as you can see. Because the circle, a disc, a flattish disc on the huge globe is all you can see. Obvious globe, the Hake report. You can barely read the... Or report. It really just says Hake. Obvious globe, Hake. So get yours by going to teespring.com slash stores slash... Isn't that the soy boy face? <laughs> yes, yes. It's like the Wojak Hake. Yeah. Beta Leg said, nice shirt, best... Amazing shirt, best one I've seen as long as I've watched you. Thank you, Beta Legs. That's kind. Yeah, I was, uh, even the Flat Earthers can enjoy this shirt because they can mock Hake for pointing the flat horizon and say, obviously not a globe. Hake is such a soy jack or soy boy or whatever. <laughs> and so I think it's Flat Earth friendly, even though I'm neckbeard Redditor Hake selfie. That's right, I do have a... I do let it grow all the way down. I trim it shorter down here. So I look groomed, like Sandy, <laughs> Hassan's dog. Uh, but yeah, I do, I let it grow. I let it grow on my, the back of my neck. Since I lost it up top, since it's thin on, up here, I let it grow down here, <laughs> down on my neck. <laughs> I saw a, pic, a uh, movie of, what's that guy's name, 007? The guy who died, the based one who died, foreigner, British man, Englishman, Sean Connery. And he had hair on his neck back in the day. So I'm like, I want to do that. It's easier. You don't have to be as exact with your cutters. Because I cut my own hair. Don't say groomed kids. <laughs> man, grooming used to mean, like, just taking care of your uh, the, uh, stray whiskers. Now it's something bad. They're taking every word and turning it perverted. Globe tarred hake is the best hake, says nada. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you guys. Yeah, thehakereport.com, and you can look for the Teespring link. Teespring.com slash stores slash thehakereport, or thehakereport.creator-spring.com. Okay, that's how you can find them. I want to get to a call here first, guys. You can call in one eight 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 seven. Oh, he was a Scot. Okay, not Englishman. My bag. I don't know the difference. I'm uncultured. I'm an American. <laughs> Sean Connery was a Scot. Scottish. I'm part Scottish. Unfortunately, this T-shirt, by the way, it's sixty five percent because it's charcoal. It's the charcoal. It's the Gildan one. Comfort, comfort tea, Gildan or Gildan. 65% polyester, which I should have known because it has this heathered, speckled look. And 35% cotton. So it's guaranteed to stink much more quickly than 100% cotton. But you take the good with the bad. There are 100% cotton styles, okay? Usually the solid colors, but not always. Or oftentimes the solid colors are whatever, are uh, 100% cotton. Uh, even those you can't trust. Daniel in Texas is on the line. Daniel, how are you doing, man? Thanks for calling. What's up? I'm well, I'm well, James. Thank you for having me. Yeah, right on. You were talk you were talking about illegal immigration, and I just wanted to kind of touch on that. Maybe ask you some things. And yeah, please. Um, okay, so uh, what are, what are your thoughts on what's going on exactly uh, with, with the immigration altogether? 
I think that illegals and so-called legals have been coming in too much, unallowed to come in uh, for for many decades. And it is Uh a national emergency, as Trump has said. It's basically a national disaster. And um, so there are... They're, they did it on purpose, and they being the government, the evil government, Okay. they lied to us saying, oh, this 1965 Immigration Act wouldn't change the demographics of the country. Of course it will. Ridiculous. Oh, this uh, white, Christ- white Christians of good character or like whatever we had for the immigration policy at the beginning of the country, roughly. Uh-huh. They called it racist. So this anti-racism thing is very self-destructive because these people, despite what my former guest Stardust said, these people don't fully assimilate. They, they assimilate, but they also trans- participate in the transformation of the country towards something worse. Because we used to, I think we used to be more sensible and Christian and moral and sensible. I think I said sensible already. But now we're more and more senseless. And the native... Americans like Hake. Think about Hake. Am I more uh-huh. sensible than the founding fathers or founders? You shouldn't call no man father. I don't know. Uh, yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. What, what sure. answer do you want to hear? I'll give you the answer you want to hear. <laughs> I, I want to hear no because no. I think that most of us are we're more immature than ever. We're softer than ever. Granted, that's kind of a product of modernization and technology and stuff too but it's the country is on a downward slide and the immigration is a big part of it not all of it but a big part of it so that's my take and it and it's wild seeing these people come in by the droves it's like this has to be organized (laughs) and there is an organizing factor when there is a chaotic move people want to organize it and facilitate it it's being organized and facilitated by Unchristian people and phony Christian people. I don't know if that answers your question, but that's my take. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah. What about you? Um, I look at it from a, a historical perspective that predates the United States um, okay. in the founding of the New World. And the difference is not just in the indigenous populations of the New World, but also in Catholicism and Protestantism. And one of the first explorations... You know I'm deeply interested in the Civil War. Yeah. And that's because I see it as the most important thing in American history. It is really important. In terms of important history, historical things, um, my look at historical events largely centers around the United States, then Texas, then New World, then everything else is after that, right? Then I start getting into ancient history, and even the biblical stuff, I just, puts me puts me to sleep. The biblical stuff absolutely puts me to sleep. Right? What, what do you mean, like, the, what do you mean by that? Oh, if I hear one more story about Moses, I'm going to scream. Oh, okay. okay. So the Civil War <laughs> stuff in America and stuff that, that's, 
what you're interested in. Yes, that's okay. that's where I, that's where I have my focus on, and it's largely because I'm an American first and foremost. Yeah. Um, and then Texas after that, Texas history interests me after that, and then New World history, and cool. all of that is basically me looking backwards into history as opposed to the <laughs> looking at Adam and Eve and going forward. So oh, I'm okay. doing it the wrong. I'm doing it the way I probably shouldn't be doing it. Well, continue. Interesting. I don't so think it's necessarily I do, wrong. I do it that way just because of my perspective. And what I see with the influx of immigrate, immigration into the United States, um, it's largely an indigenous population that's doing this. And when the United States was discovered by uh, Protestant whites, it's a different place than Mexico. You know, when Hernan Cortez conquered Mexico, the way they treated slaves, um, they basically bred with them. That was the that was the general idea. Was the Spaniards just, did, huh? The Spaniards did. They mixed with and the the, the uh, American it, Indians, right? And in the exploration of where, where I live in Texas, the first explorer was a man named Cabeza de Vaca, and he was an explorer accidentally in Texas, because shortly after Hernan Cortez conquered Mexico, about a few years later, there was an expedition by Ponce de Leon that left from Cuba and shipwrecked in Florida. Half the expedition became lost, and the other half built new ships and sailed along the coastline to try to return to a point where the Spaniards had conquered in Mexico. And they ended up shipwrecking again in Galveston. And of the crew, there were, there were a number of survivors that ended up, over the course of this journey, dying altogether, with the exception of four individuals, one of which is a man named Cabeza de Vaca, the other is a black slave, and the other two were uh, Spanish noblemen. And they all were barefoot and naked, and they walked for seven years, and they ended up as slaves as Indians over the course of the seven years where they traversed towards the south where the Rio Grande is, and then maneuvered back northward due to their enslavement by this indigenous population. Wow. And over the course of this time, they realized that the various Indian tribes that they interacted with had no allegiances to each other. They had none of the same languages, none of the same types of clothing. They were all uh, enemies to each other. There was hardly any food. They were constantly hungry. They were constantly cold. They were constantly beaten savagely. The Indian tribes were, war- were constantly warring. They were cannibals. Finally, <clears throat> they escaped these, uh, their captors, and they start moving south, and they interact with Indian tribes that some of them are more peaceful than others. They have to avoid the more violent ones, but they interact with some of the more peaceful ones, which end up calling a following because they are seen as healers. So they don't actually know how to heal, but they do know how to recite biblical Catholic things. 
in which they do, and they garner what is essentially this following because of their them being seen as healers, and move south towards Mexico City, where they are where they are encountered by a notorious Spanish slaver who is rounding up Indians, and there's this standoff between Cabeza de Vaca and this notorious slaver, in that Cabeza de Vaca wants <laughs> to be seen as a healer to these Indians, who have given him many things, is now this de facto protector of these Indians against this slaver. And he's able to negotiate their release only in so that they return from where they come. So they can't just stay there. They have to go back to where they came from, and they can't go wherever Cabeza de Vaca goes. And then Cabeza de Vaca is able to return back to his home country. He ultimately returns to Spain, tells this story. Nobody believes him. The crown believes him, but nobody else does. And the crown essentially allows him to be a spokesperson for the rights of the indigenous peoples. And then he is sent down to um, negotiate these rights of indigenous peoples in Uruguay and Paraguay, where he is <laughs> not uh, taken seriously by the Spaniards who are in authority there. <laughs> and he is imprisoned and then released and sent back to Spain. The crown absolves him of this failure to give the Indians rights, but he is essentially living out the rest of his days in poverty, even though he has the titles of knighthood. Wow. And this is basically an early exploration of the New World and an idea of the type of people that lived there before the uh, Europeans had arrived. And my point is, a lot of this stuff is, in a way, chickens coming home to roost. And when the United States was formed and had advanced in its westward, um, you know, across uh, to the uh, Pacific, it had a war with Mexico in the annexation of Texas. And in this war, it was headed by Winfield Scott, who was who would end up being known as the greatest soldier of the age. And he had certain orders during this campaign into Mexico that he gave to his lieutenants. And these orders were meant to ingratiate them with the population of the Mexicans so that they would be more well-received than seen as an opposing enemy. And one of these mandates was to salute the priests, that all the priests were uh, <clears throat> were rendered salutes, salutations, by all the officers of Winfield Scott's army. And there were a number of officers that were really um, impressed with the Catholic Church, one of whom, despite what people may say, was a man named Thomas Jackson, who would later be called Stonewall Jackson. Whoa. Now, Stonewall Jackson would learn Spanish during his tenure in Mexico, and he fell in love with the Catholic Church. Now, later on, when he returned to his home, he would settle with Presbyterianism, and he was an ardent Presbyterian, and he you know, did some peculiar things like lead Sunday schools for the colored people. 
huh. which was very unusual for the time. But Thomas Jackson was, in a way, unusual in many regards. But he did fall in love with Catholicism. And the first corps commander of Lee's army was um, <clears throat> James Longstreet. You're talking about uh, and, General Lee's, General Robert E. Lee's yeah, army, yes, Longstreet. Yes. Okay. James Longstreet converted to Catholicism after the Civil War and was lambasted and lampooned um, in Southern papers. And Jubal Early really, really led a campaign against Longstreet. And Longstreet, in a way, made himself a target. He did all the things you're not supposed to do as a Confederate soldier or as a former Confederate. You're not supposed to become a Catholic. You're not supposed to say anything disparaging about Lee. Longstreet was constantly saying disparaging things about Lee. Oh, wow. He would, say, he would, he would pretend like he was his equal during the course of the war, which wasn't really true. Uh-huh. And he would blame Lee for things that he really didn't need to uh, be blamed for. Now, there were things that were attributed to Lee by many analytical sources on either side of the war that would lay the blame at his feet. And even Lee would take on some blame for certain failings. Lee was not one to um, blame other people for his own failings. He would stand up to his failings. But Longstreet was notorious for blaming other people for his failings. (laughs) Anyway, I'm kind of getting into, you know, specifics here. But my point is, there is a long history of the indigenous population and what is happening now that predates um, things that the boomers would have experienced, or even you and I. Right. So, so you are you thinking that the um, by when you said chickens coming home to roost in a lot of ways, you're talking about. Um, I'm talking about the indigenous populations, basically taking uh, back, o- back up, sort of taking yeah. back over. <laughs> yeah. Although they're We're, mixed. I mean, many of them are like... They are. Mixed they with the Spaniards. Them. I mean, the Mexicans act like California was theirs. It was theirs for, what, 50 years, and we had a war, they, and then we ironed that out. So, like, there's this false... There's this false... Um, what is that called? Entitlement? Sense of entitlement that many of them have? And I think part yes. of that is from us... Not to take away from your point entirely, but is from uh-huh. us being weak. When we're when you're weak, you get taken over. When you're uh, yeah. when you cater and pander to the fake notion of racism, uh, yeah. that is asking to be genocided. I've said yeah, before, we, we pander to Indians, right? And that's what I mean when the chickens come to roost. Yeah. Wow, that's those are interesting stories. Alvar Nunez, Nunez. Cabeza, Cabeza de, vaca. de Vaca. So that's head of cow, right? Head of cow? I yes. His, his name comes from a surname of his great-grandfather who served during the reconquest of Spain against the Muslims. And he was a man who knew of a, a means to overtake a Muslim stronghold. And the direction that he gave was a, a point of interest centering around... Uh, the skull of a cow. Uh, there was a skull of a cow somewhere, and he gave directions to an armed Christian um, force pertaining to this skull. So he, he 
he garnered a surname, Cabeza de Vaca, and that's where it came from. Uh, in what way is it chickens coming home to roost? It's, it's basically like them taking back over because we're weak. They were weak, and we took we, them over. Now we're weak, and they're taking over. It, the, the meaning in that we um, have given Indians um, basically full latitude. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. Oh, okay. So it's not that, oh, we genocided them, now they're genociding us back. It's not like that. Uh, it's not the, no, no, I, I, I don't, I don't that, that's, that's... That's communist stuff. I, I don't even know where to wrap my mind around that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah what, what, I'm say, what I'm saying is um, the, the United States has given Indians full latitude. By Indians, you're talking about the Central and South Americans. Yes, to be coming they, in. They all, they all, they all can play the Indian card. Right. Yep. Very true. That's so true, man. Wild. Interesting. I'm all talked out. <laughs> I appreciate it. Great, uh, great call, man. I, I like your, I like your history lessons, Daniel. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Somebody does. <laughs> right on, man. Let's talk again sometime. Call me again soon. Okay, will do. All right. Bye. Bye. So speaking of that, let's talk about the uh, invasion. Clip 21A. This is from Ali. Ali? I cracked. I'm growing. Cut me some slack. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to get into that. Ali Bradley, uh, Network correspondent for News Nation. JLP has been on News Nation. He was on with Leland Vittert some years back. She's a Jesus follower and a mental health advocate. Hashtag protect your peace. Protect your peace. Um, she shares this. At the border, Arizona, there are currently 845 people waiting to be transported. In Lukeville, I guess that's Arizona. Deductive reasoning. After cu- crossing illegally. The ones I talked to, she says, are from Guinea. I th- as in, like, Papua New Guinea? Maybe that's a different place. I don't know, geography. And they look African, right? They look black. Mostly. Some of them have been waiting for three days. Check this out. Look at all these men. Young men. Hello. Jumping at the chance to make easy money in America. Or whatever. Comfort in America. Open borders. Come on in. Hello. Good, thank you. You're not good. No man is good. Neither is a woman. Look at them waving shamelessly. Hide your face. Oh, you have a warm jacket. Nice. Hello, hello. <laughs> Where are their open face ski masks? Oh, there's one. Maybe. Great, how are you? Beanies. Oh, yeah, there's some ski masks. <laughs> They're friendly at least. Whoa, <laughs> they're hitting on her. She follows Jesus, not. Guinea men. Look at that. This is disheartening. I don't want these people here. I don't care how friendly they are. Look at that wall. That's Trump's wall, maybe. But they're on the wrong side of it, I think. Look, I'm seeing litter. 
Stop littering. Those masks? Look, it's endless. Okay, yeah, it does end. Okay. Um, when, f when families cross, quote-unquote families, she, she continues in her tweet. Oh, I have these tweets. Uh, it says, let's see, illegals won, invaders, Guinea, over there, Hassan. She posted this on December 4th, yesterday, Monday. When families cross, they jump the line. Wow. So you bring a child, you, get, you cut to the front of the line. No butts, no cuts, no coconuts. You know, remember uh, when you used to jump in the line and then the little girl tattletale? No butts. Butting in front of the person. Or cutting in, I used to say cutting because I didn't like to say butt. Don't butt, don't say butt, kids. <laughs> uh, so the single adults, these men, have been waiting much longer because they don't get preferential treatment for being so-called families. I don't even believe that they're families. Oh, Trump was separating families. They weren't even families. It was like a mother and a child. That's not a family or a, fa a supposed father and a child or a supposed mother and a child. I think they were selling kids, weren't they? Weren't they selling like babies? She states about, about these men from Guinea, many of them, not all of them. They tell me they aren't afraid of being turned away. Because America will help us. Joe Biden will help us. We'll help you back into your home. So be a... Help, help kick a, sw a swift kick in the rear to uh, get back to work and build your own place up. No more happy jacks here in America. <laughs> okay. Um, so check this out. She posts... She posts this. Um, number, show the second one. Arizona. While the vast majority are self-surrendering to agents, they cross illegally and then they surrender because they want to be processed. She says there are always the ones who don't want to get caught illegally. See, these are illegals. They call them asylum seekers. No, they're illegals. And then they pretend like they use the loophole to, to plead Asylum, like they want to be refugees, right? They're always the ones who don't want to get caught. They aren't, there aren't agents in the field to stop the hashtag gotaways. Gotaways, they call them. Right now, as CBP, Customs and Border Protection, is taking an all-hands-on-deck posture to process the thousands crossing daily here in Lukeville, Arizona. And then watch this video. She says, I found this carpet booty along the border wall. It slips over any shoe and prevents detection slash foot tracks. And so there's carpet on the bottom of this shoe thing, booty, she calls it, B-O-T-T, no, B-O-O-T-I-E. Because it's, uh, I guess that's what you call a, a thing that you slip over your shoes, booties. Well, whatever. And it has like denim or something on it that you slip around your shoes. And so you're walking, but carpet facing down to the ground, and she demonstrates that it won't, doesn't cause tracks. Uh, <laughs> check this out. Watch this video. 22 seconds. She demonstrates this booty thing. Carpet booty. <laughs> Here it is. I think. Part uh, B. I think. Hopefully it works. Uh, uh, 20, 21B. If you see it in there. 21B. 
Let's see if it works. Let me, uh, let me see. Pardon this strange interlude. Sometimes the tech doesn't work. Do you see it in their folder there? 120521B. Okay, here it is. Check this out. She's just demonstrating this. Uh, it's science. Look at that. Slaps it on the ground, and it doesn't cause a footprint because it's carpet. It's literally like carpet. Oh, and then you top the the sole of the shoe of this booty is the uh, back of the carpet, the underside of the carpet. So it's carpet upside down. Wow, that's so clever. Those Mexicans. Shout out, or whoever these people are, they must have some white in them, or, you know, all human beings have IQ, right? (laughs) Whatever. All right, uh, what else? What else? Oh, I have another post that she showed. Well, some replies, some replies to this. John's long mustache posted, rifle case posted on X in reply to her. Come to my corner of AZ, Arizona, where the overboots, those overboots that, that he called them, he called them overboots rather than booties. Nice. <laughs> and clothing are camouflaged so the cartel drug runners can sneak the drugs in and return back over the border to do it again later. And Ali Bradley, A-L-I, Bradley is gal, Reporter woman. I have reported on this. I have an entire camo outfit I found abandoned in Cochise County. I've been to Cochise. Cochise. Southeastern Arizona, I want to call it. I've been there on a, on a natural history trip with uh, one of the community colleges o- over here. Clap, clap emojis. White hands. E Pluribus Unum says, It's almost as if American drug users are funding the cartel? Yes, they are, says Sassy Nana 72, Bree. And that's true. I remember hearing, I didn't mention this in my phone call with Daniel in Texas, but I listened to that little podcast, that big, long podcast, a big part of it anyway, with that guy from Blackwater, who founded Blackwater, brother to Betsy DeVos, Eric Prince, Eric Prince. For some reason, I want to spe- spell it with a K. Yeah, Eric Prince. E-R-I-K. Last name Prince. Eric Dean Prince. Former U.S. Navy SEAL, founder of the private military company Blackwater. Served as Blackwater CEO until 2009 as its chairman until its sale to a group of investors in 2010. Obama really tried to break that up. 54-year-old man. Uh serious man, and he mentioned, not that it takes this guy to know it, that these these people taking drugs, street drugs, etc., are helping to fund the illegal invasion and the drugs coming across the border. So, that's wild. And John's long mustache follows up It's not just American drug users. Don't just blame the people taking the drugs in America. Which includes uh, Hispanics themselves and blacks and whites. 
and even some Asians. Actually, the Chinese are helping this thing kill Americans with the fentanyl sent in through Mexico. Funding the far left in Mexico, Eric Prince has said. Funding that AMLO hugs, not uh, bullets. I almost said hugs, not drugs. Abrazos, abrazos, hugs, no balazos, bullets. AMLO, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, or whatever that guy's name is. Liberal in Mexico. Socialists down there. Immorality up here contributes and enables more immorality down there. Coming up to here. What a mess. John's long mustache also says, with the help of so-called leaders allowing it, and he's right about that. We've been complaining about our government, and it's only gotten worse. Allowing these people to come in here. No human is illegal. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're still human, but they are illegal. So, that's a little update on that. Did you know about that stuff? Interesting, huh? Some of you, could, some of you guys did. Latin A in Cali is on the line. How are you doing, Latin A? What's up? Hi. I, I was wondering, can you please help me figure out where am I, since I'm in California, if I start to feel like my governor is really just being too tyrannical, where am I supposed to go for asylum? Where are you supposed to go for asylum if your governor, uh, Newsome, gruesome, is yeah. being too tyrannical it's to get, and it's affecting yeah. you personally? It's affecting your life? I mean, he already is. But, you know, I'm just wondering if you can help me figure out where am I supposed to go for asylum? Who's going to help me? Maybe you can run to Mexico without your, or run to Mexico, but don't get caught in Mexico. And then run across the border in like into into Texas or Arizona, but don't get R worded. I guess that's an ugly thought. Yeah, of um, course. Coming back in here, and maybe you can get and don't have papers, and maybe and you can get sent somewhere else. Finger. I need to burn off my fingerprint. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, if you get processed, they'll be able to be like, "Hey, you're you're Latin A in Cali." <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I I say in all, in all honesty, you're making a point about California's be turning into H E double toothpicks uh <laughs> with or without these yeah. people coming into our state and it's with them. But it's also with, aside from that, our word is an aped ray, mm-hmm. just to explain yeah, to the chat. I'm not talking, but anyway, no, I, I don't, I don't advise you do that. Um, just uh, keep your nose to the grindstone work. Be a faithful daughter of God and he'll, he'll take care of you. Don't let it get to you. See, because I'm always being told by, like, people who live in red states that why don't I just leave California, right? Uh-huh. But I always get, you know, upset when people who really are not asylum seekers claim asylum. And if they really are asylum seekers, they should go back and fight for their land in their country, shouldn't they? Right. I mean, that's yeah, that's I an think. interesting point. I think they should, like, 
don't come here. Stay over there and fix your country. Don't yeah, like here. we should we should be wherever you are on Earth, unless life slash God is taking you somewhere else. You shouldn't just up and leave. Oh, because, oh, this is liberal and I can't stand these liberals or whatever. Right. You should, you should go to a place that's safe. You should live in a place that's safe and don't, don't like go out late at night or, or, you know, things like that. If you can move to a safer community, do so. Like if you're a slave and you can win, win your freedom, do so. But in the meantime, don't let it bother you. That's an interesting point. They tell you, oh, why are you still in California? It's, it's liberal hell. You leave it, it's going to become even more liberal hell. If, if you're a decent, conservative, light-in-a-dark-place person, a, a light on the hill, or a city on the hill. That's part of the commie handbook. What's that? They want us to leave. They want, us, they want to force us to leave so they don't have to do actual hand-to-hand combat. Oh, no, I, I don't, it's not, I don't think that they're thinking about hand-to-hand combat, because, they, because they that's not the solution either at this point. Yeah, right, so they force us to want to leave by overtaxing us and everything, but I think a lot of citizens that are freedom-loving citizens, constitutional, pro-constitution, need to start going to their city council meetings, because those people... Um, have a lot of money that they manage and decide on what to do with, like, millions of dollars. And I don't think that enough people realize that the city council are, you know, are overseeing what our money is being used for. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, it's It's highly irresponsible. If you are a... If you are... In there, uh, pushing, pushing for some some of what's right in there, in the right way, then you can you can uh, you know be helpful rather than a hurt yeah. like these people are being. They do they do let people from the public speak? Right, and, and some of it is like just talk. Like, oh, what's yeah. what good is that going to do? In some cases. But, um, <sighs> well, in my town, they have it at least 72 hours before a city council meeting. Yeah. You can look over the, 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 the agendas that they want to talk about. So oh, okay. I think that everybody to start like looking into their city council agenda of the week because they meet at least twice a month in every county, I guess. Interesting. Uh, that's a lot. Meeting twice a week? That's a busybody type of group. Who wants to meet twice a group a, a week unless you're really committed to <laughs> think, destroying the city? I think it's, yeah, I think it's to make it harder for more people to keep tabs on what they're doing. Yeah. Interesting. So then they can do more secret stuff. Because it's become become common for guys guys and gals to do these confrontational uh, things, and they're recorded. Some people don't want to record them now, I bet. Some of them want to censor them. They want to shorten their time. 
and all kinds of things to control the the not having to listen to the people who are who for whom they're supposed to be working but in reality they're working against them they're working against us and for evil uh but it's it's a mess it is a mess but if they start to see people who appreciate having a constitution and um, uh, the um, the constitution for, to protect our individual rights, I think maybe they might start to, you know, feel like they have to start following the rules a little bit more because I think that might hopefully put some fear into them that we are watching them. Maybe. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Latine. Take care. I hung up just because I didn't want to get the uh, click. <laughs> you know, I got to show you guys this. I don't have to, but you know Josh Hawley, he's a senator, right? Deep-voiced senator. He's like younger than me, but he got this nice he has this nice deep voice. Sounds like he belongs on a in a movie. Gopher underscore Mark with a C. Gopher underscore Mark with a C. Dramatic campaign video with music. Uh, DOJ Attorney General Merrick Garland was exposed for overriding the FBI and executing a raid on Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago property by Senator Josh Hawley. And Josh Hawley cited a, and I don't know if all this is true, but this is what they're claiming, okay? Because who knows? Was it, there is a culture of, of get Trump within the government, okay? There's a culture of it. Didn't have to be Merrick Garland himself. Didn't have to be the man himself. Just like it didn't have to be Obama himself who did all these evil things. There are plenty of lemmings. I guess you might call them. Lemmings might not be the word. Army ants? (laughs) Worker bees? And Obama himself as a worker bee? This Merrick Garland unchristian top cop? Obama's pick for the Supreme Court? Failed pick for the Supreme Court? The rhinos wouldn't put him in the Supreme Court. So Biden, which is Obama part three, put him as the Number one law enforcement in the United uh, position in the United States, the Attorney General of the United States of America. I don't know how that's law enforcement, but okay. And he is the head of the evil DOJ, Department of Injustice, the Injustice Department. This is a weaponized Department of Injustice. Is anyone else grateful that Merrick Garland didn't make it onto the Supreme Court? Asks Gopher, G-O-P-H-E-R underscore M-A-R-C, Mark. Here's the almost three-minute video of, uh, and it's all dramatic and corny, okay? Whatever. Has like a little American flag motif at the top and bottom of this square meme video or something. And it's like, oh, we gotcha. Senator Josh Hawley is the next. Uh, Who's that guy with the weird hair? Thin guy? Lean? Oh, man, I'm blanking on his name. It was on the tip of my mind or tongue. He's the next guy who's going to go over to Fox News. I'm kind of playing, I don't know if Josh Hawley's real or fake, 
Trey Gowdy. Is he the next Trey Gowdy playing gotcha for the TV cameras? But anyway, here's the video. It's somewhat interesting. Here it is. Check it out. Ooh, here's the buildup. Josh Hawley, babyface. Mary Garland, gremlin. Not a Christian. Um, <clears throat> Attorney General Garland, you said in our last exchange that it's your practice to defer to FBI agents in the field. I was interested, given your answer, to read in this morning's Washington Post that the FBI is saying that you overruled them when it came to raiding ex-president Trump's personal residence. Great Washington voice, Post huh? reports this morning, showdown before the raid, <clears throat> that senior FBI officials who would be in charge of leading the search resisted doing so as too combative. These field agents wanted to shutter the criminal investigation altogether, but they Based were overruled FBI. by Maine DOJ. I've skimmed that article. It is not, that's not an accurate reflection of what the article says, and I'm not able to comment on of the investigation. Um, my comment earlier was about tactics uh, on the ground in particular wait, cases. Wait, 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 wait. You said it's not an, I'm, I'm reading to you from the article. Quote, senior FBI officials who would be in charge of leading the search resisted the plan as too combative and proposed instead to seek Trump's permission <laughs> to seek his property according to four people. End quote. There is often this a robust discussion. And, in the end, and it's encouraged among investigators and prosecutors. But yes, and you made the decision. I did. That's right. You said you did. No, I'm sorry. What I said was I approved the decision. So you didn't make the decision I to raid? I approved the decision to seek a search warrant after probable cause was overruling filed. the FBI agents who did not want to do so. Did you talk about this with the White House? The memorandum does not. That, that, that um, uh, Washington Post article does not say what you're saying. I'm sorry. And I'm not able to describe uh, this in any further. Mr. Chairman, I'll just ask that this entire article be entered into the record. Without objection. And we can read for ourselves. I invite people to go and look. It says exactly that FBI field agents did not want to conduct the raid and they were overruled by DOJ. So it doesn't seem to me, Attorney General, that the FBI has a lot of confidence in you because what they're doing clearly is trying to distance themselves from your decisions. They're out there leaking left, right, and center and saying it wasn't us. We didn't want to do it. He made us do it. What does that say about their confidence in your leadership? You no, know, the previous Whoa. senator said that they're leaking all in favor of the left. Now you're saying they're leaking all in favor of... I'm asking you my question. Answer my question based on this evidence. Don't dissemble, Attorney General. It's expired. That's Answer right. my question. Time has expired. Senator Cotton. Josh Hawley, the eagle, the American eagle of freedom with the deep, great voice sounds kind of like a... What's his name? That one guy from Fox News. I'm blanking on his name. He has, he has a great voice. <laughs> LOL the music, says Brawl. Underscore Sack. I agree. <laughs> I like this young man, says Pete Wilkins. I like him too. Don't dissemble. Dissemble. Interesting word. What does that mean, dissemble? Like take apart, try to take apart the argument rather than answer the qu answer the question. These slippery, snaky, serpenty, unchristian people, Merrick Garland, gargle needs to gargle hot salt water because he s maybe smokes too much or something. I don't know why his voice sounds like that. I I normally like a smoker voice, 
like a sm- a woman's smoker voice, but that guy's voice just makes me shudder sometimes. Not good. Uh, so yeah, the the Washington Compost article allegedly said that uh, the FBI agents didn't want to go in. It was too combative. But he was overruled by, they were overruled. Based liberal FBI didn't want to go in. They wanted to scrap the whole thing. Investigation thingamajigger, according to this Josh Hawley reading of the Washington Compost article, which I'm not that interested in reading because whatever, who cares? They went into Trump. We all know that they went after Trump because they hate a truth-telling man of power like Trump is, who is not controllable. He's an independent thinker. Except he supports the vaccines, which I do too. Some of you guys don't like that. Dissemble to hide under a false appearance. Says, come on, man. Thank you, come on, man. Wow, hey, hey, he's useful in chat. <laughs> he would love a crackhead voice. So now, Tucker supports Trump. That's what you get. Tucker, at one point, he said he hated Trump. I don't know why, but I don't know. But then now he likes him. He supports him now. I saw this tweet from, and it was because of this situation where they raided Mar-a-Lago. I said the FBI is a bunch of liberals. The DOJ is even worse. Maybe we shouldn't disassemble the FBI. Let me see. Where did I get this? Tucker hates Trump, loves Trump. Uh, ALX posted a few days ago, about a week ago, Tucker Quoting Tucker, I became an active Trump supporter when they raided Mar-a-Lago last summer. They just, that just can't stand. I'm voting for Trump, and if they convict him, I will send him the max donations, and I will lead protests. That's how I feel, he said on Roseanne Barr's podcast. Roseanne Barr, JLP interviewed her on The Fallen State. Nice. Hat tip. To the producer and the people who made that happen. That's cool. Is she a Christian? I don't know. But Cernovich posted this. I believe this. Much is made of Tucker's anti-Trump text messages that went out in months back, right? Supposedly. But I've said much worse in public, says Cernovich, who supports Trump now too. Truth is that we don't let the ruling regime choose our political candidates. It's not America. Trump 2024 or we don't have a country, which we don't, but that's a discussion for another day. He posted that on X on the 30th of November. Show that uh, Tucker hates Trump, loves Trump. December 1st, uh, JPEG screenshot of that, those, two, those two tweets. There, Hassan. But uh, yeah, that's what you get. Maybe that's why the FBI didn't want to go in. Not that it, oh, just that it would be seen as too combative. They really wanted to go after him, but, uh, you know, they, they're like, oh, we don't think that we can twist the, the law to make it look like we can really get away with this in the public eye, you know, because it's all about the court of public opinion. And then the courts are corrupt, too, but the court of public opinion is corrupt, too. Tucker called out the Nephilim. Really? Those tall guys? Roseanne Barr. Oh, not Christian? Part Christian? She's Jewish. You knew that. Says Reggie Laser. Oh. Maybe I kind of did know that. She's nice, but cray-cray, crazy. I appreciate all three of these people mentioned. Four. Trump, Tucker, ALX, 
I don't know anything about ALX. And uh, Mike Cernovich, center-left liberal guy, pro-America, independent thinker. Cernovich doesn't exist. He's a CIA hologram, says Carver531. I'll take it. Which would you prefer to run our country, the DOJ, the CIA, or the FBI? I'll take the CIA any day. They put crack in the, in the black community. Base. I'm kidding around. I don't know anything. Man, uh, I want to talk about the feds charging the feds. And I want to get to some callers. But we're at the top of the hour. And it's Christmas time. At Greenwald's request and at Hake's honest heart's request, I am playing Phil Hahn, H-A-H-N, and Steve Johnson, they are singing Angels, Angels We Have Heard on High. It's a 2005, 6, 7, 8 or something like that. Um, 9, 10, 11, I don't know. 12, 13. A little album that they put out. Songs of Christmas. I hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. I'll be right back for hour two. It's Christmas time. Be right back. Oh! 
Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. I didn't want to interrupt it. Normally, I'll I'll mention um, talk over it. Where does Hake find this stuff? <laughs> it was a gift, actually. Uh, I don't even I can't even find it online on the internet. So Greenwall says thanks, Hake. You're welcome, man. Thank you. Great suggestion. In Excelsis Deo, uh, I will read your super chats, but first. I got my uh, fellow JLP Network hosts, JLP Radio Network on YouTube and Instagram, by the way. Joel Friday TV is here. He's going to be live at uh, 11 in an hour or less. And American Anchor Baby, live at 12. What's up, fellas? What's hey. going on? Thanks, man. What are you guys going to be talking about today? Well, you know GTA's coming out. Yeah, GTA, GTA 6. Grand Theft Auto 6 featuring a woman, I heard on Hate News. Well, I don't know if it's going to be, because even the last one, you could switch between multiple. Oh, okay. I heard there's also a guy, but I don't know. I might talk about that, but okay. something that happened. That's but, uh, exciting. We've got to talk What's about serious things. transgender? <laughs> they say they're my hip hop pronouns. Oh, terrible. It would be like a small part of a 100-hour yeah. game. But I know. I, it is a sign of BS, but I'll talk about serious things, too. Bogus speech. Don't get nervous, kids. Right. <laughs> Don't say that, kids. <laughs> Kim Jong's crying about the babies in Korea. Oh, really? North Korea. They're cr- he's crying that the, um, the women aren't having babies. So that's happening everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Maybe they're too educated? Maybe. That's a good point I mean, yeah. that one down but <laughs> you know south korea their birth rates even worse than north korea if you believe the numbers i guess okay 0.78 could you imagine what's happening in south korea happening to everyone apparently yeah well i know that in i know in china they were like aborting all their girls yeah because or b- drowning them or whatever because they had the one or two child policy mm-hmm. were they overpopulated thing yeah or? they were overpopulated uh, so they were uh doing a one so child policy them? so and they wanted boys right Many of the people want boys, so they drown the girls. If only d- Jesse had divulged. That's the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. only Jesse told him the secret, he could have saved. Yeah. Right. See, but he's withholding it. He's withholding <laughs> it to the world. <laughs> he's, he's responsible for, <laughs> for all these Chinese for aborted. For side. <laughs> Damn, and now he's going to tell it, right? Terrible. <laughs> Guilt him into doing it. Uh, Harvard, some mea culpa with Harvard and white people. Oh, okay. Uh, sounds pretty interesting. Sounds good, but yeah. I just kind of heard about it. Some things I might be touching on today. Are you in the Christmas spirit? Yes. I love Christmas. Nice. Right on. How about you, Joel? Friday TV. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm thinking of talking about, well, not thinking of, it's pretty, it's pretty confirmed, but I'm going to talk about um, why most women, and men too, but most women like seek validation. and like, me, girls. Yeah, well, that's part, <laughs> that was good. part of it. That was good. And then, like, uh, just the emotions, how that make you feel that way. And then um, I have some clips I want to play of some, like, girls that I found on TikTok, which I'm, like, exposing myself how much I'm on there because <laughs> I always, like, pulling clips from TikTok. But, you're, but, but you put out stuff on there, so. Right, right, right. That's my excuse. So, <laughs> But I got a couple clips that I that I found while scrolling that are, like, pretty interesting. So I'm just going to break them down. Nice, man. Are you in the Christmas yeah. spirit? You know, I have to, like, make myself get into it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because I think it was, like, three years ago. Um, it was Christmas Day, and I was at my family's house. And then, like, I was realizing, like, man, I'm I'm a Scrooge right now because 
not that I was like mad or anything, but yeah. it's just that I wasn't in the spirit, and I'm like, okay, it's it's, <laughs> it's like trying too hard not to be. Oh, you were trying it. not to be into it. Yeah, like I wasn't trying not to, but I was like into that mode. Yeah, I was in that mode of like, you know, <laughs> what's the Christmas spirit? I think it's just like it's okay to just be enjoy the day with the family, open the gifts, and like yeah. you know, smile a little bit. I like the Christmas music and Christmas mm-hmm. decorations. Yeah. And you see the lights, you get the Christmas jazz. It hits just right. Yeah. Okay, you're in California. Fine. You see snowy vistas on your screens, maybe. Right. And it just hits, and you get a real feeling of thankfulness. <laughs> I've seen on American <laughs> Anchor Baby streams that you have a new background going, oh, getting ready. I got you. I swear I won't be. Uh, right. I won't be too. Uh, um, this is. I'm not even being too perfectionist. It's just. Blender's difficult. It's 3D software. Okay. But yeah, I got a little Christmas background coming. Uh, right on. Just some visuals to get us in the mood. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, cool. I Thank appreciate you, that, guys. Appreciate it. Looking forward to catching your guys' shows. Right on. American Anchor Baby on YouTube and Rumble and Gorgon's Ola on DLive and on X. And then Joel Friday TV on YouTube and IG, Instagram. You want us to just walk in front yeah, of Yeah, yeah, you can walk <laughs> It's charming. It's charming, Hank. <laughs> nice. I got uh, some Super Chats to read, but first, let's get back into things. Frederick from Los Angeles, California, is on the line. Frederick, thanks for calling, man. What's up? What's going on with you, Hank? Hey. Welcome back. Thank you. You got to tiptoe around them words and you say, you say monetize, you know what I mean? Well, I, I've, I haven't been monetized in years, but yeah, I'll tiptoe and, I mean. and, keep, and keep from getting a, another strike. I got a hate strike. <laughs> oh, my goodness. For hating the immigrants. Strike, even if you're not making money, they can make you play the game for just to be have an audience, period. Yeah. Well, it'd be on YouTube anyway. Ain't that, ain't that like a shabagoy. <laughs> I don't mind. I think this is a, all a charade. You know what I'm saying? Y'all being psyops. Just like when your neighborhoods get black people moved in and in this white flight. But California, all this information is always pushed down by the people who wants this information dropped to you. So if you're going to run from California like they want you to, so they can buy it all up, then make it beautiful and run y'all out of town, it just seems like every time, or maybe it's intentional. You know what I'm saying? But like you told Latina, hey, just run to Mexico, but make sure you're safe and don't get caught. Quit running. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was kidding saying. around. You caught where I said yeah, I was like, kidding around, right? Because she should she should stay where she is if she, where she is is relatively safe, you know. And I think it's all about the talking point. I think they're trying to make it seem like if all thoughts are all lies, is it really a whole place or is all thoughts all lies? And you know what I'm saying? That changes thoughts, changes property value. Thoughts. You don't want people. You said thoughts your change. Value. You said thoughts change property value. Yeah, black people moving in your neighborhood and people be like, "Oh, we don't want to live here. It's a ghetto. Our houses ain't going to sell for the thing no more." Uh, thoughts, 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 but you can just plainly see that it's ghetto. You, it's not a thought that it's ghetto. It's reality so that it's ghetto. It's on purpose, huh? I'm saying maybe it's a psyop and it's on purpose. 
What's this? I the money. We don't talked about this before. You mean the transforming of the populations? The transforming of the currency, the 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 wealth gap, the the um degenerate a place, a neighborhood, drive the value down, buy it up, and then charge the average American top dollar for it. Yeah, uh, that's been that was speculated by my one of my former guests, Deep Left Jockel, J O K L. He uh, he said that they it, he thinks that the corpor- the commie capitalist corporations that's my word for it and the government are uh, I don't know if he thinks this but they're allowing the zombies the homeless to drive right. the well the better off people the the well to do people out of the cities into the suburbs because and and the boonies. Where land is was cheaper, and they bought that, and people pre-bought that land. These land developers and people who are buying up all this land and these houses, they bought those th- places, and then then they're turning around and selling to people who've been driven out of the cities by the zombies. And so I'm these zombies fair. are a uh, catalyst to to uh, send money out into the into land that was not naturally that valuable. Right. So it's y'all a uh, so it's right, a money so it's a money right. making thing. That that could there could be a lot of truth to that. Well there's yeah, always an opportunity in every right a, what? And y'all giving up y'all rights and property as a majority, what's gonna be left to the minority? Y'all need to wake up first so we can still have something before y'all be befooled. Y'all always talking about flat earth I'm wasting y'all time discussing nothing. Stay close to your life. phone. You sound far away from your phone. You're not coming in through totally I'm clear. I'm sorry. Quit discussing nothing like flat earth and actually, you know what I'm saying, get down to the basis of who's being food and where the value's going on this property. Well, I'm in a nihilistic mode, nihilism, where nihilism. I don't know if that's, I'm using the term correctly, but you it doesn't. You know people can't buy houses right now. And I believe the, that, I believe market. that we have no. No power over it anyway, so let's just throw up our hands and talk about the ball earth versus flat earth, because it doesn't matter anyway. We have no control over it. We have no sway. That's what she do. Okay, I was just making sure you were... <laughs> Doesn't it make sense? Because, because all you're doing is talking anyway. What, what, what's that going to no, do to I'm change anything? To, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to let you know, like, who's giving you this information? What information? All the information we get. It's CNN. And they looking, say we don't have free will because we don't have a, um, a choice whether to make this decision or that choice because our whole surrounding is a um, simulation and it's already pre-made for you, right? See, now you're kind of changing the subject. Oh, uh, now I'm, I'm asking you a question. <laughs> that was a question. What are you asking? Do we have free will? Is this all just a simulation? Oh, I don't know. You never know. No, I don't think I that know. I don't think that we have free will. Okay. So everything's already dropped by information and put in front of you by advertisements and subliminally it made you do what you did today, right? I don't think the advertisements made me do it's not like the advertisers have free will. What the heck? I'm not, I'm not particularly work? swayed does, by advertisements. Uh, 
listen, are the people even realizing how much they spend on advertisement and it doesn't work? If you think advertisement works... I didn't say it doesn't work on other people. I said that I don't think it works on me. Oh, it don't work on you. You're special, huh? I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem to work on me that much. I don't buy into the hype as much. Maybe it works. Maybe it works on me in that I rebel against it. Yeah, it's a charade that shows everybody. Although this this worked on me. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a time clock to keep your mind distracted, and y'all already. What are you talking about? That's why. What's a time clock to keep your mind distracted? That's why they pay you. Yeah, that's why they pay you for hours for watching YouTube. They pay you to be distracted. From what's going on in the real world. Why do they pay you to be distracted? You let make other people watch advertisement, you get paid to distract others. Why is this distraction going on? Entertainment is you you're black. You're entertaining. Or not I don't know if you're very entertaining, but many blacks are entertaining. You should know that entertainment has value according to the many unchristian people. They like entertainment. If advertisement works, why is everybody I didn't say it never uh, doesn't work. I said that it doesn't work on me that much. I'm just saying that that what I did today did not is not because of advertisements. Okay. Yeah. You, but you don't what are you on? Will, what are you, you on? Are you just on something. drugs? You you don't have free will. Are you I, on I drugs? Know what runs your what runs your thing if you don't have free will? What runs what thing? I'm afraid to ask. You're what thing right. are you talking about? If you don't have free will and it's not already predestined or pre-made for you. I don't know about predestination or anything. I'm just saying that we're not free. We're slaves. <laughs> yeah, you're we're you're free. a slave and I'm a slave and everyone's a slave. No, don't say that. Yeah, you, you are. are what you think is. I'm a god. You're a god. <laughs> I'm right. babysitting. I got I got to call you back, Hank. We'll right. be at church on Sunday. I got my grandson. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm let I'm letting him know how you how you make people think for themselves that just don't care. Or I don't know or flatter. He's gonna be watching like everything right now. You know what I'm saying? Right on, He's man. Be like four it, months how old, is he? About five ish, plus or minus? Yeah, just turned five. See, the kids listen I'm to hate. Even yep, black kids. Hank, is he black? All thoughts are all lies. Is he a black pharaoh? He's a mixed pharaoh. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's black he's and, and something else. White. See? Yeah. C-P-O-C kids catch hake. C-O-C, children of color, catch hake. So watch your mouths. Okay. okay. Right on, uh, Frederick. Thank you, man. All right, Hank. You take it easy. You as well. Bye. <sighs> It's always a maze going through his uh, conversations with him. Never know where he's leading. Maybe I shouldn't follow. Justin in Fullerton, California is on the line. Justin, thanks for calling and holding. What is up? Hey, what's up? Thanks for taking my call. Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Hey, I was just calling on two different points. It's the same thing, manipulation in our housing market. That's my industry that I'm in. And... If anybody wants to know why the rents are going extremely high and it's hard to buy a house and it's about the same rent as a mortgage, it's not just the CCP that has their citizens that purchase houses and other investments. For cash! Yeah. In America. But yes, but we also have people that I wouldn't even call loyalists, like the Amazon president and founder, Jeff Bezos, has has 
founded another pro, uh, pro, pro, project of his, of his. I got to d- deep, deep dive into it more, but just to get this out, uh, you can invest in you can uh, how the housing market's been commoditized, commoditized because if that's even a word, it made a commodity out of housing where you can bet on it like stocks through his real estate backed company. Simultaneously, while he's donating like I think uh, an upwards of almost twenty million dollars toward the housing uh, effort to help the homeless. Oh Lord! It, it, it's it's a racket. If you raise the rent so high that people got to be homeless, it's not about just life skills and drug addicts that can't find housing. Um, or mentally, you know, challenge people that are, you know, caught up in the in the mix of sin. No, this is this is this is uh, something that should have been protected a long time ago. They're trying to get people to uh, uh, pay the the gouging price that owned the egg companies for years. They've gouged us. Who cares about that? What about what's almost used to be thirty percent of our income is now about forty percent, maybe more. You know, if it keeps going that trajectory for what we pay every every month on our housing and it's not it, it, a dollar is not what it used to be worth so i would think that uh, the, the idea that anything is worth in california over five hundred thousand dollars is ridiculous it's wild though i mean you have to go out to the boonies of uh of uh you know the inland empire to get anything under under five hundred thousand dollars Yep, they try to push people out to the desert. They're going to eat bugs, and they're going to enjoy it. That's <laughs> yeah. the future. So I just want to throw it out, out there. And anybody that wants to, you know, correct the housing market, they need to expose all the investors that are saying, rent, rent a room, rent a house. Those are the ones that, that, are, that should not even have legal rights to purchasing a house in this country. Well, I mean, but you don't, if you want any independence, you don't want to live with your mother or whatever. Then uh, you you kind of have to uh, rent, right? You know, like yeah. Uh, what would you recommend to Latin A? She feels oppressed in California by the evil governor there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Here, I should say. <laughs> well, we tried the recall. That didn't really work because he has deep pockets in his aunt is Nancy Pelosi. So good luck. Oh, he's uh, he's uh, Nancy Pelosi's uh, nephew or something like that. Yeah, I, I, everyone knows. After he got out of rehab, was became some kind of mayor of of a city called San Francisco. Tanked it. Now he's tanking California. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the same thing. You know, if he wanted to have rehab and change his life, that's great. No, but, but you're uh, just giving yeah. us bad news. What's her? What's the solution? What do people? What should we, the people, do? Or uh, people who feel like he's oppressed should she move out should she just build up enough money so that she doesn't become a victim because really the people hurt the most are the ones who are in a position to be at risk from uh the evil policies of these people since since you and i i believe we're white so we know not to get in a fight with a poc because even if we're in the right (laughs) they're gonna throw us in jail so that's one way to protect yourself another way is make enough money so that you can contain or absorb whatever unjust costs they want to incur on you? What, what do you recommend? And I would say to save. Save, save more than you spend. Nice. And uh, have, a, have a, a part of being conservative is to know what you have and what you don't have. And if you don't have something to purchase within your means, don't buy it. I mean, people in America buy everything on credit cards. Something like $12.99 
is going to cost them 20%, I don't know, maybe 30% now in, in interest. That's stupid. So try to be wise with your spending. Be a good steward of what you've been given. And if you need to move out and you need to tighten the belt, move out to a different place. But later you can, you can build up your capital. For now, the best thing to do in America is not to be a consumer and to focus on being a producer. That's cool, man. That's, a, that's yeah. really good. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So I'll end it on that. I'll end it on that. You have a wonderful day. I'm so glad that you're back on YouTube. I always follow you on Rumble, and I love what all you guys do uh, with, from the Fallen State uh, to to your show. So I really wanted to tell you that. Thank you. Cool, Thank man. You're back on Thank you. Take care, <laughs> Justin. Appreciate that. Oh, he got me. He got me. But that wasn't so bad, I guess. Maybe it was bad. Uh, briefly, before I get back to calls, hang tight, callers. Super Chats, I would be remiss not to get to these Super Chats. Uh, Flat Earth bought a coffee, E-R-F. The Earth is shaped like a kite, not a disc. It's not a circle, since the Bible says it has four corners, although the Bible also says the circle of the Earth. And when you look around, if you can see the horizon all around you, it encircles you. But... Uh, he says, it's a kite, four corners. Don't know if he's trolling us or not. And angels blow wind upon it. Oh, interesting. Hey. See, space wind. People thought, oh, Hank, space is a vacuum. Hank. Hank. <laughs> the earth rests on two Corinthian order pillars because the Corinth is in the Bible and pillars is plural. The pillars rest on God's hands. He's got the whole world in his hands, he's got the whole wide world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands. So let's just praise the Lord. I don't think that's... I think I'm mixing up songs. So he can shake them. He can shake the pillars. That's why they're in his hands. The Bible does not mention an ice wall. It's like an infinity edge pool. <laughs> oh, cool. You guys ever seen those? I've only seen them... On, in pictures, I don't think I've ever seen them in real life. One day, maybe I will see an infinity uh, edge pool. Four billion cell phones and not one Instagram of an ice wall. That's right. Didn't uh, Mr. Beast, I thought I heard on American Anchor Baby some weeks back, maybe some months back, that Mr. Beast went down to the ice walls, went down to Antarctica, the Bible does not say the firmament is a dome. They do say the dome of the heavens or something. I don't know. But it does not say that the firmament is a dome. Although when you look above you, all you see is a dome. Because you don't see the whole sphere. You see the dome that passes over the horizon. So you, the portion of the sky that you see is the dome. Duh. But anyway, you... Uh, and it's pitched at the corners anyway, says uh, Flat Earth. It's cool that Elon Musk is on, in on the deception. Instead of blaming his Mexican and black engineers, SpaceX rockets explode when they hit the firmament at variable altitudes. Millions of Starlink users are total rubes, paying so much for ordinary cell service. Only heathen Bible deniers disagree with any of this, says Flat Earth. Well, thank you for the coffee, that was highly amusing. It was very. It was amusing to hake. Thank you. Carver bought a coffee. Carver bought a coffee, saying the chickens may have come home to roost, but the real question is, do they have lips? Come on and use those chicken lips. Buck, 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 buck. 
Carver says, does the obvious globe design come in carpet booty? <laughs> so you can not leave tracks if you're a Mexican. Uh, running and being a gotaway from the understaffed and overworked and overwhelmed system of Customs and Border Protection, which are mostly Mexican anyway. They're, they're in on it and they support the, uh, the trafficking of drugs into this country. <laughs> Just kidding, CBP, Customs and Border Protection. Some of you guys are so- solid guys and gals. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to uh, see if Teespring offers carpet booties. <laughs> Overboots, let's call them. Carver, that's funny. That's funny. Do chickens have lips? Come on and you... So if you're a kangaroo, then jump real high. If you're a bird on the wing, come on and fly. If you're a cockadoodle do rise and shine. Come on and use those chicken lips. Puck, 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 puck. That's Mary Rice Hopkins. She's great. Even though she's a Trinitarian, <laughs> according to Come On Man. Another super chat from Harmony Three Coffees. We love Hake giving a coffee so you can read aloud to your chat to go see Jesse's Return of the Father vid. He uploaded yesterday, 12-4, December 4th, Monday. 20 minutes. You all can do it. Give it a thumbs up, too, and share to a friend. Nice. Jesse Lee Peterson on YouTube, also on uh, Rumble and D... Well, DLive, I don't think you would see that clip on DLive, but you would see it on rumble.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Let's see if it has uploaded. Not at this point. I don't see it at this point. Jesse Lee Peterson on Rumble, but it might be on bitshoot.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Those of you who like to avoid, yes, it is on bitshoot. Bitshoot.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Yes, bitshoot does still exist. And it has started uploading, auto uploading, Hake videos from YouTube, from YouTube. That's nice. It's supposed to have been doing that all along. And also Bond videos from YouTube. Hake on bitshoot. Bond Rebuilding the Man on BitChute, Jesse Lee Peterson on BitChute, I think even The Fallen State on BitChute. Let's see. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm speaking all high. Yeah, uh, The Fallen State on BitChute. So let's revive BitChute since, and Odyssey and other places. Anyway. Yes, I am on Kick as well. Not for clips, but I'm live on Kick. Thank you, Harmony. That's cool. Thank you for the tip. It's nice. It's great. And we'll just double check over on Rumble and Odyssey. And I think we're all caught up in DLive. Thank you for the ice cream. 555-555-565 and Beta Legs ice cream and Misty. I think that was an ice cream from yesterday. Alex in Dallas, Texas is on the line. Alex, thanks for calling and holding. Go ahead. Hey, James. Good afternoon. How are you? Fine. Thank you. How are you? Doing well myself. Just driving uh, to work. But, right on. Uh, just was curious to know if you'd heard of something called the Hegelian dialectic. I have heard that phrase before. It, I, I don't know if it rings a bell for me at this point, but I have heard it. What is it? Sure. So, in well, have you heard of the Frankfurt School? 
I have heard of the Frankfurt School. So the Frankfurt School, uh, not sure if it was after World War One, but I'm pretty sure it was before World War Two. A bunch of uh, eggheads, we'll say, uh, economists, <laughs> different different people, lawyers. I'm sure were involved politicians got together in Frankfurt, Germany. Um, and they all, I'm not sure if they were all influenced by Marx, but what came out of the Frankfurt school, um, was one of the things I guess was the Hegelian dialectic with, and Hegel was the guy it's named after and dialectic, just productive mode of thought. Okay. Reductive. I should say that that is, it's a, a way to view the world that divides, hence the word dialectic. It's a, a way to divide the world into two based on systems of power. So it, it's looking at any kind of institution and dividing it into the, the those that have power and those that don't have power. And this it's taken me a long time to realize this, but this, this mode of viewing the world is at the base of... Uh, you know, some people call it cultural Marxism. Some people call it radical liberal liberalism. Whatever liberalism has become in America, the the radical left. It, if you notice when you hear them talk, they kind of view the world. You know, the premises they give you kind of belie the fact that they give they view the world in a power versus powerless kind of dialectic. And okay. So yeah. It, I think it's a mind virus. Why, you know, the people who call your show exasperated that, you know, um, I guess whether it's Trump or the, the racial issues or the gender, gender issues in this country, it's just kind of obvious now when you take a step back, read some history, that uh, it's, it's not something you can just debate the facts of a case on a lot of these people with. Right. Uh, if, if if you're just going to relay facts to them, that's not going to work. You kind of have to show them the error in their mode of thinking before you can even have a discussion about the facts. And I think that's where a lot of modern discussions about what's going on get derailed, is that people are still trying to view people as, you know, power over powerless, you know, without having any nuance of any, just no nuance in any discussions anymore. It's all just well, you're white, this is systemic, this is, you know, um, just really broad strokes that miss a lot of what's actually at the heart. You know, we, we both know that it's a battle between good and evil in every heart. Yeah. And uh, that, I think that's lost on anybody who views the world through a culturally Marxist, socialist, communist, Hegelian dialectic. Um, interesting to read about, I encourage anybody to read... Uh, read about it because the more i read up on marxism the more i read up about the frankfurt school it's just so incredibly obvious that they're trying to inject these these things and then the purpose of them isn't to help fix the problem it's actually to exacerbate the problem until it uh, well basically until it explodes upon society like a well like something bad yeah put it that way Therefore, revolution. I don't know if you had any. 
thoughts about that or if you'd heard of the Hegelian dialectic at all. But uh, I've heard... I know that, you know, there's there, there are people that you argue with sometimes, and I'm like, man, hey, this, this, this guy's not even going to see what you're saying, even if you unload all the facts on him. It's just, That's true. Sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah, I've noticed that communists and uh, liberals, which is maybe the, like the same thing, or people who are for evil or have their minds made up, let's just say, they don't care about truth. They don't mind lying. They don't mind playing dumb to make a point about some other, to make some fake win. And it's right. like, they're not serious sometimes. I'm thinking about uh, my conversations with Dylan Burns, with uh, Hunter Avalone, with, um, who's that guy, Who uh, Tom Foolery. They're kind of, not serious. Like there's something not serious about them when they're talking with me. And I'm, yeah. I get that I'm a little outlandish for them. So maybe they're feel like they don't want to take me that seriously, but also like I'm being kind of serious with them and they're not, well, they're kind of being mocking rather than addressing my point and seeing where, seeing where my point is true rather than seeing where my point is true. They're trying to go to where it, where my point doesn't apply and say, see, your point is, is invalid or not true, rather than looking for the truth of, of a right. point. They, well, they can't separate the truth from who the truth comes from. And so if you're a white guy, I mean, let alone a Christian white guy, you're not going to get very far because their mind is made up that your opinions were formed by the very fact that you were brought up a, a Christian and that you happen to have non-melanated skin um and they've been taught to think this way some of them uh some of them take on this this mode there there's two kinds of uh people who you know view the world through the hegelian dialectic and there's the one is the kind that will not believe it and still use it to infect your mind and to make you subject to their whim uh they're called useful idiots if you read enough about marxism You'll, you'll learn that the people who thought it all up really didn't think that much of the people they were trying to, quote, empower. Right. They were simply trying to lead them to believe that if they destroyed the, the people that were in power, that when the Marxists came into power, that they would bring about this glorious new world, and, uh, you know, 40 million people starved in the process, at least in the one case. Is that the Holodomor? Uh, that was not, no, that was just simply the, the, the Russian, I mean, un, under the Soviet Union, really had nothing to do with the Holodomor. Oh, okay. The Holodomor was totally separate, um, you know, just so many atrocities attributable to leftism, and all we ever hear about is the Holocaust, and the Holocaust was supposed to have been caused by a, a fascist regime, which may have been true, but if you can't draw the, the, the if you can't see the similarities between what we have in, going on in America and Weimar Germany pre World War II, then you're just blind. You don't want to look. You don't know the history, and uh, that's your prerogative, I guess. Yeah, but, there was so, an interesting. So, you know, uh, I don't know if you caught a. So, What's that? Go ahead. No, go ahead. American anchor baby had an interesting guest. Uh, not our guy about Hitler hated. His name is Hitler hated Christ on X Twitter, on okay. Friday's show couple of hours in or so, and he interviewed this guy, and he, talk, he made the same point, that there's some very 
interesting similarities between uh, the Weimar Republic Germany of how degenerate it was and how the people were in America and what we're dealing with in America. Societally, things were very similar, and uh, unfortunately, politically, things were very similar. Um, it's just we've, we've been tricked to view the government we have as progressive and liberal and tolerant when, uh, you, you know, using, I mean, what we have kind of is an, is an oligarchy. It's pretty close to fascism. Effectively, giant corporations pay politicians to run the government the way they want. Yeah. And that, I mean, that, that is fascism. So I call it commie capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Crony capitalism, commie capitalism. It's, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, you know, and, uh, Cause it's not just somebody, like fascism. I think of as like nationalistic and these people are not, nationalistic at least not for the nation of americans like we the native american you know white christian population they're not for us they're for right. like a different america i think nationalism is just the you know the desire to preserve the the just i guess the status quo seems like a kind of a cop out word but yeah. the, just the way you're the way you know your nation to be um, you know, if you perceive that to be working for you, I don't know why you'd want to change it. Um, and so anybody who takes on the stance that things should just continue to be the way they are, and in my opinion, I, you know, I feel that way because just because things are staying the way they are doesn't mean they're not getting better, if that makes sense. Yeah. I guess, I guess like, if they stay the way they are, they will get better. And then if, if they get, uh, you know, if we lose all of our values and all of our rights, then of course they're not going to get any better. Right. So that that's kind of why I'm conservative at heart because cons- conserving to me means conserving the way of life that we've uh, built here that allows society to progress. And when you go f- fascist with it, I mean, uh, to me, the line that you cross when you're going from nationalism to fascism is when you start telling other people that they can't, you know, they don't have a right to live, you know, or at least. You know, if they were born in your country and they're a citizen, uh, I don't care what their skin color is. You know, it, it's just, you know how Americans are, man. We, <laughs> we just want you to do right. We don't. Exactly. We're pretty fair minded like when it comes down yeah. to it. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, just quickly. When, yeah. it, it's just a little concerning when you, when you talk about Netanyahu the way you do. You seem <laughs> kind of to like him a lot. Um, I, I don't. I'm not. I don't want to talk about Netanyahu, but maybe don't be so. Uh, you know, don't, don't, you know. Maybe just look into it a little bit. Okay. Every, I. Every, I yeah. I, I like not, the reason I say I like Netanyahu is because of my impression of him, just on a cursory glance over the years. Oh, he's based. Yeah. Um, some would say too based. So <laughs> I mean, I, I would put him in the class of people that are colloquially being labeled Zionist. Right. And so, I mean, it, that, that to me, that's just as bad as being a fascist. If you want to establish an ethno-state in your country that is only uh, hospitable to people who look like you, think like you, and believe the way you do, then you're, you, you, you know, that's your, that's your country. I really do. I right. couldn't care less about Israel. But you can't then say that uh, other people are Nazis. You can't then say that other people are fascists because 
you're doing exactly oh. what Hitler said he was going to do. So Netanyahu trying to Netanyahu is no state in Israel. So Netanyahu and, says that he's for nationalism for me or fascism for me and not for thee. Uh, yeah, well, that's kind Net- of what Zionism See, Zionism I don't know is. that Netanyahu is for the, uh, the diversity, forced diversity in America. He may be. If, he, if that's the case, I disavow that. But I, I just not. like him because he projects manhood. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Uh, Hitler did too. Um, right. Sometimes. I mean, at least he yelled a lot. Maybe that's not very manly now that I think about it. Yeah. But, uh, like, I don't, I, I never saw, like, I haven't really watched clips of of that guy <laughs> yeah uh i've Not seen i've seen clips here and there of netanyahu and i get that that he's like oh world iran's coming after us help us take out iran i'm not really for that okay but hey he's using the world <laughs> he's trying to use the world to help for his goals whatever well but the yeah, pa- the part he, that i yeah. like is just the the Projected manhood. He didn't like Obama. He liked Trump. And I get that he liked Trump because Trump was very nice to him. And so people tend to like Trump when he's nice to them. But he just seems more real than uh, most politicians. And there he's, he's, go- he's facing corruption trial. And I think that the people who are trying him for corruption, my suspicion is they're worse than him. But, but maybe I'm wrong. I could be completely well, wrong about him. I, I used to come. I used to somewhat like you know the bushes. So hey, sure. And yeah, I realize no, that they're uh, off too. So I could be proven wrong. Yeah, I think Obama fooled the both of us too. So if I remember you saying correctly that that you voted for Obama. I no, I never even came close to for voting him. for Obama. I, you know, you voted for him. I didn't. No, I didn't vote for him. Oh, okay. But I, I did actually abstained from voting that time in my life. I was very apolitical. Oh, okay. But I did, I kind of gave the nod and was like, yeah, let's see where this goes. So in my heart, I guess I voted. Oh. Um, That's, no. So, <laughs> well, But I didn't okay. cast a vote. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I was apolitical. I was very uh, nihilistic about it. You about um, my age, 30s, 40s? 34. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, coming around now to see it was all just a big lie. But the thing, you know, if you feel, if you hear the, the statistic about Obama that he droned, more people than any president alive, then you kind of have to wonder, you know, and if you disagree with, if you don't like that statistic, then you should look into Netanyahu, because in my opinion, he's using... He's droning people like... Well, they knew about the attack on October 7th. There's evidence came out this week that they knew about it. And so, I mean... But I don't don't take that... I don't hold... I'm just yeah, I'm agnostic on that point because I don't know what Netanyahu knew or I don't know if sure. he like That's it fair. could well be that he let it happen so that he would have well, the excuse yeah. to go in. That could be right. or it could be that he was told oh that they'll never be able to pull this off because they didn't think that they could pull it off according well, to the story. Sure, and the more we talk about it, the more I feel the danger that we would slip into justification of either side's actions over the other. Like I said, I don't care who wins. I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> nice. You said something else I wanted to respond to. Oh, the uh, drone number. Uh, for me, of course, Obama droned more than anybody because, well, it's not just because of this, but I'm going to give him this excuse. 
Because that's not my concern with Obama. Obama was openly evil here in America. He was pushing the fake racism thing. He was a phony. He hated the Tea Party who were people who just wanted the country back. Um, He came into power at a time when the drone technology may have been at its really coming on. Whereas W, maybe they were still developing it. So W wouldn't, maybe could have... But, Is that to say that George W. Bush would have killed as many or more, you know, innocent civilians had he had better drone technology? It's all speculation. I have no idea. Uh, and I know it's not like Obama sitting there pressing the button like it's a video game and right. calling up innocent people. But, I know, you know that it's on I've, his watch. Somebody's got to take accountability, and we know nobody in the military ever will. So. Right. Very true, man. I, I think that that is there's a whole lot of evil and killing and murder and stuff like that. Going yeah, on, and I mean, so the, the the drone technology only got better when Trump was in office, and I'm sure it, his civilian drone casualty numbers are in the tens. Wow, um, good for him. You know, see, well, you know what I'm saying. So just because good he has point. better technology, what does that have to do with it? Yeah, you know, true. I think that the and you know people got on Trump for doing the Muslim ban. Well, nobody asked where the Islamist uh, refugees, the Islam refugees, were coming from in the first place. They were running from being droned to death by Obama, probably. Wow. Uh, just, if I had to guess, I'd just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just a thought. But. Interest. Great call, man. I appreciate this. Yeah. No call worries. me again sometime. Yeah. Will do. I call you, you know, every other week about. Okay. I appreciate it, now, Alex. So. Always. Yeah, sir. No problem. Yeah, Mer- have a good day. Thanks. You as well. Merry Christmas. All right, bye. Bye. You too. Thanks. Yep. Bye. bye. Man, that's interesting. Uh, I'm reacting because I'm short on time. Let me give 30 seconds to Arthur in Colorado. Arthur in Colorado, uh, you have 30 seconds. Go. 30 seconds is all I needed, actually. Cool. So I um, found the whole answer to this whole flat earth thing, emailed you, gave you the guy's name, I think it would be an awesome show, and you can finally come to a conclusion to all of this. Oh, cool. Thank you, man. Well, thank you, Arthur in Colorado. Absolutely. Any last words before I I hang up and go to the last call or whatever I do? You know what? That's all I had to say. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Take care. Call me again. You gotcha. We'll talk. Bye. Uh, Ronnie in Colorado, you have 30 seconds or so. Go! Yeah, yeah, you know it's Cincinnati, not Colorado. Oh, Cincinnati, uh, my bag. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, did you catch my call earlier? I did. Jesse when he said black... Okay, do you think that black people were put on Earth to destroy? Uh, that's an interesting question. I think that they... I don't know if they were put on Earth to destroy, but... They're, they're <sighs> you think they're in lead, some, you think in black some people sense, are leading in, the way in crime? In crime? Oh yeah, in violent crime. That was it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was his other question. He because he kind of pivoted from. I think black that they. Were I think in, to a, totally in a manner of speaking, Jesse is really right. If if you look in, if you pause and consider it, they're used for pushing the LGBT thing, even. And, and they're put, used for all kinds of things. Biden used them to to say, "Oh, this racism thing." That's why he ran for president. It was fake. Everybody knew it was fake. But um, the racist whites, you know, and the implication is the blacks are the victims. Uh, 
So they're used in so many ways. Even you can't blame the blacks for what Biden does, but they're being used. And then uh, through their anger, they're more than any other group of, let's say, race or ethnicity in America. They are encouraged to be angry, whereas everybody else, not everybody else, but on, on different scales, White anger is frowned upon, although they love it when whites commit violent crimes so that they can swoop in and attack the Second Amendment and attack the whites. But black crime, they just sweep it under the rug because they don't uh, care about solving it. They'll just use it every now and then to blame the guns, you know? Yeah, you said said a mouthful, man. I know, we'll have to talk more. We'll have to talk more. I got to end it, Absolutely, yeah, I just... Yeah. Oh, no problem. I'm yep. glad you called on this because it was it. I, I was very interested in your call, and I almost wanted to keep on just typing in <laughs> uh, when, yeah. during your call. Anyway, man. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Call yes, me again sir. sometime, and yeah. and we'll talk. Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Have a good week. All right. Bye, guys. This has been the Hake Report. I got to end on time for Joel Friday TV coming up next, but it's Christmas time. Callers, uh, I can't get to you. Super Chatters, I'll read yours tomorrow. Here is Fangs from the 2004 album Christmas uh, compilation from Lujo Records, L-U-J-O. All I want for Christmas is the compilation album. I wonder as I wander. Adios, America. And Catch Joel Friday TV and American Anchor Baby. And Men's Forum, first Thursday of the month, guys. See you soon.
Savior.